we are in the middle of a series talking about what lies we believe in our marriages. Today's topic is going to be the lie that you only have to give 50% in marriage, like the 50-50 lie. My, my partner gives me 50%, I give him 50%, and together we make 100 And that is a lie. Stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant, and we're glad to be back because we actually took a week off. It was sort of unintentional. Yes, it was. Um, Sort of. Well, sort of. We knew that I was going to be out of the country which I was, and but we were trying to figure out a way to record early, get everything ready, but then we just had disastrous stuff happen, and so um, for those of you that follow us on social media, you probably saw that Heather also had an unexpected surgery. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, kidney stones. Yes, kidney stones got stuck. And, and you know, let me just go ahead and answer the question. Does a kidney stone feel like labor? The answer is yes. Hmm. So if you're a man out there and you're like, I've heard, I've had a kidney stone. I've heard it's like labor. Yes, it is. Hmm. It's and and one is not worse than the other. It just that after a ba- after a baby, all the pain you get a baby. Well, well, you know now I'm really glad you said that because I have had a kidney yeah, stone. Yeah, yeah. So those times when when people say you don't know what it feels like yeah. to have a baby, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. I do. Maybe you do. Because I have had one and it was awful. Yeah, but again. It's the contractions and on all I that know. that you felt. You've never felt pushing a baby out of you. And that's on a whole nother level. I understand. <laughs> but the labor part of um, having a baby, 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 a baby. A baby is very similar to yeah. a kidney stone. Well, we, we did post something that said that we were having, uh, that one of us was out of the country, one of us had an unexpected surgery, and I know some people were probably a little bit concerned because people were asking about you, so she's... All good. Yep, and, and so it wasn't anything serious. I mean, it was serious because it was surgery, but right. it wasn't nothing nothing to be too alarmed about, so... That's right. Uh, but Problem we're back, solved. we're back, we're back in town, we're back in the country, back in the, in the country of the U.S. of A., which is where we are from, in case you didn't know that from our crazy southern accents, <laughs> redneck <laughs> I accents. I bet somebody wondered. Yep. Uh, so, um, all right, we're back. This week, we are going to continue talking about lies that we believe about marriage, and you did a great job introing this because uh, one of those is the whole 50-50, you know. And the the part about this that I think that people, like I think that if, it, you know, people will say, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to give 50, you're going to give 50, we're going to make a whole. And then, you know, if somebody says, no, 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 it's not 50-50, it's 100-100, and people go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, But I think it's more almost this, because you said it in the intro, it's if I give 50 and my spouse gives 50, then it makes me whole, it makes a whole. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably really where more of the hang up becomes. It's expecting your spouse to make you whole mm-hmm. and complete you. Yeah. And I mean, obviously I think about the whole Jerry Maguire, the famous movie, <laughs> right. the whole you complete me. Mm-hmm. And 
yes, that's so romantic. But there are so many people out there that really believe I'm not complete until I find my spouse. And then when I find that spouse, that soulmate, that the person that's going to make me whole and complete me, and then it's 50-50 and we're a whole person. That's right. And it's not right. (laughs) It's not right. It's not right. Like, I know that that's the um, idea. And I will say that I think a lot of people who get married young or meet their significant other young have a harder time with this because they never have a season where they have to really be okay by themselves. Yeah. I've said this on our podcast before. I went straight from being under my daddy's roof to being under yours. And I never really had an opportunity to have to stand on my own two feet. Mm-hmm. And so I did, I mean, you know, I, it was just kind of that expectation of, um, you're going to come in and once we get married, then I'll be whole, then I'll be ready to face my future and not being able to see myself. Um, it just as, as completed in who I was in Christ Mm -hmm. and being able to, you know, journey that way. Well, it's, you know, when you think about it, like, and you say, you know, before you got married, you weren't half of a person. Right. So right. why should you expect to get married and then become a whole person? Right. You should be a whole person. You are a whole You are a yeah, whole person. That's right. You're not half of a person before you get married. And so when you look at it that way and you think, well, I'm a whole person. My spouse is a whole person. If you're both coming in at 100% and you're both giving 100%, then you're at 200% and you're kind of clicking on all cylinders at that point. And, you know, we know that we can't always give 100%. There are going to be seasons where one person has to give more than the other. I mean, we've seen that in in our marriage in multiple times. It's not just in sickness and in health. I mean, of course, my brain goes straight to when I was going through breast cancer. Like, you had to pick up a ton of the slack. Um, And there, you know, we've talked on here before about how our seasons of life, um, you know, even like the months that your job is really busy versus the time that my job is really busy and how it's a it's a give and you know a give and a go a little bit of give and go you hear that it's March Madness give and go um give and go um but it's it's a little bit of that where there are seasons where somebody has to give more than the other person gives like where I just physically could not give a hundred percent and you took up you know a lot of that slack but we're just talking about just regular, not in the middle of huge crisis or health issues or something like that, making sure that you're giving your spouse 100% while also being 100% whole without them. Mm. I do think that sometimes where people really get this wrong too, well, let's just say, at the, let's just say from the very beginning, if you expect your spouse to complete you, to be what makes you whole. You are in for a lifetime of failure. 
And you're setting them up Mm. for failure. Yes. Like you are setting them up to fail because that's not their job. And so not only are you setting them up to fail, but what you're saying, you're going to be in a lifetime of disappointing, a disappointment where they constantly disappoint you because they're not living up to what your idea is. Yeah. And because everybody, we're all human. We all make mistakes. We all let each other down. You're going to constantly let your spouse down. And that's not to scare people. Like, you should, I mean, I think you know that. If you're married, you should be (laughs) in a place where you're like, yeah, my spouse lets me down all the time. And I let them down. Yes. And if that's the case, and if we know that and we understand that, then we should know that, yeah, my spouse is not designed to make me whole. My spouse is designed to come alongside me in life. I think another place where we really, um, you know, just the whole expectation of your spouse completing you and making you whole. But the other thing is, is that there are people out there that are listening and they're going, okay, I completely understand this. I need to give 100% to my marriage my spouse needs to give 100% to, to, to our marriage. The problem is they're not even given 50%. Mm-hmm. So if they're not even given 50%, then why should I give more than 50%? And, you know, the answer to that is, I mean, that's hard. Like, yeah. I, like I understand that that's, that that's hard. But if you come into your marriage or even if you came into your marriage with unreal expectations but from this point forward you're listening to this and you're like okay well the whole issue is is that I need to be a whole person like I need to be completely whole and not expect my spouse to make me whole but I'm a whole person because of who I am in Christ I am a complete person because Christ is what completes me and if you're a hundred percent yourself, you're 100% whole, and you're giving 100% to your marriage, then when your spouse gives, and your spouse gives anything to your marriage, then it's really just kind of gravy on top. Mm -hmm. And now it should be, it should be that both spouses are doing everything they can to be whole and to give 100% to their marriage. But there's probably more marriages out there than than not that they're not getting that from one spouse or the other and so then the motivation and the encouragement at that point has to become okay well what's your role Mm -hmm. like you're responsible for you and what is your role your role is to be a whole and complete person know who you are in Christ and then as a follower of Christ and as a committed uh, partner in your relationship to your spouse, then you're giving 100% all the time or at least all the time that you physically are able to. Right, right. Um, I heard an illustration one time that I just love, and it's kind of thinking about like a cup. Um, If you wake up in the morning, and let's just say your cup is emptied, every night and you spend time with the Lord and you, your cup is filled. Um, you know, you're not expecting anybody else to do that for you. You just are that 100% 
um, in knowing who you are in Christ and, and ready for that day. Well, if for some reason your spouse does something kind or um, does something, you know, complimentary or boosts your self-esteem or does the dishes without being asked or, you know, any of those things that what you just called gravy um, gets poured into your cup, then you get to overflow. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not a desire for your spouse to fill you up by doing those things. You're already full. Mm -hmm. And so when those things happen, then it's an overflow and you get to overflow onto the people around you and to your family. In that same illustration, if your spouse does something that bumps you, you know, that makes you mad or um, frustrates you or, you know, does something disappointing and it bumps you, then what comes out is what's in your cup. Because, I mean, if you walk around with a cup of coffee and somebody bumps you and it comes out, Lemonade doesn't come out. Coffee comes out. Hmm. So it's whatever's in you already. So if you get bumped by life, then what comes out and spills out onto people is your fullness of the Lord mm-hmm. and not of, um, of of emptiness where nothing, you know, you bump and something else comes out. Well, it's because your spouse is not your source of life. Right. Your source of life comes from Christ, and then that just makes your spouse your teammate, or as the Bible puts it, your helpmate. And, you know, I love just going back to the original married couple, the original husband and wife, Adam and Eve, and when Eve was created for Adam, that's the word that was used was helpmate. And it doesn't say you know, God didn't say, oh, well, only, you know, you're just halfway. Only you're not ma- good enough. Yeah, you're yeah. just you're just half of a person. So I need to I need to make somebody that's going to complete you. Um, and he he did say, you know, it does say in the Bible, it's not good for man to be alone. And so we need community and we need people around us. And a big part of that is that, you know, God created male and female so that we could have a helpmate. And it's Genesis 2.18 that talks about, that that actually says that word, helpmate. And, you know, it's it's uh, supposed to be somebody that's a helper, a helpmate, a teammate. And there's nowhere in there does that say that that's somebody that completes them. Um, it's just somebody that's there to journey along beside and to be a source of help throughout life and an encouragement yeah an encouragement and when you shift your focus when you like I think even people listening have probably heard that before but it can't just be a oh yeah I got that it needs to be a shift of focus and when you when you shift your focus to becoming a teammate or a cheerleader or someone who constantly is encouraging your spouse and coming alongside them to do parenting, to do life. I mean, all of the things that you have to do as a married couple, when it looks like that, it's just so much more encouraging and you don't have the opportunity for your spouse to disappoint you Mm -hmm. as much as if you put unrealistic expectations on them so they you but you appreciate them more 
let's address for just a minute. Um, I, I do feel like we probably have lots of listeners that they just feel like they listen to this and they say, yes, I, I get that. Like I'm a hundred percent in agreement with what you're saying. And I, I wish that my spouse could just get my spouse to listen. (laughs) Yeah. If I could get my spouse to listen, if I could get my spouse on board with this and there's probably even the person that's, that's out there that genuinely feels like, okay, you know, I am a whole person. Like I'm, I am whole in who I am in Christ and I'm very confident in, in that. And I feel like I can give, you know, a hundred percent. But then, you know, it's kind of like what I said when I said, well, but my spouse isn't even giving 50. So why should I even Mm -hmm. give 50? But, you know, what about the person that just finally gets to a point where they're like, I'm whole, you know, I, I know who I am in Christ. My spouse is not coming along as a helpmate. And so almost it's just like, I'm fine without you. Like I am good. And if you are, if you're not going to be a part of this relationship in the same way that I am, then I don't need you. Like I'm good. I don't need you. And not because they're being the spouse that's like, oh, I don't love you anymore. Just It's just like, that's fine. I'm fine with who I am. I'm confident in who I am. And if you're not coming along beside me, then I'm, you know, just you know, we'll just be roommates kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. What do, what do you say to somebody like that? Because we know people like that, but what do you, you know, what can we do to just encourage that person that's listening? Well, what I was, com- what was coming to my mind when you were um, asking that question is, are you really full in Christ? If that's your attitude. Hmm. I mean, if you are full, if you are saying, you know, my relationship with the Lord is where it needs to be and I am, you know, I feel solid in that and I feel whole in that. If that's truth, then we, we're called to love other people the way Mm -hmm. Christ loves us. And so I'm not saying that it's easy to do, but it, we're called to love our spouses the way Christ loved the church. Mm. And I don't think that, that, um, God would ever say to us, um, you know, I've given you a chance and you're not trying. So I'm done with you. Mm. You know, I feel like that we're called to love our spouse, even when the, even when that's hard and even when they aren't doing something to make us love them, it's loving people, how Christ loves us and how Christ loved other people. And I don't, you know, I hope that's not heard in a roll my eyes kind of way or in a, yeah, but you don't know what I'm dealing with Mm -hmm. kind of way. Um, Because I know, I mean, I know that there's lots and lots and lots of hurt out there. And I know that people are like, I give and I give and I give and I give and I give. And it just gets tiring not getting anything in return. Mm -hmm. You know, I know that there's people listening that feel like they give a hundred all their time, all the time. And their spouse gives zero. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that to be true. But I also know that we know how the story ends. Mm -hmm. I mean, we know that we are called to love them even without anything in return, 
because that's what Christ has asked us to do. Hmm. I love what you said about how God doesn't stop basically pursuing us. It's not like God says, well, you're not giving, you know, you're not giving anything to me, so I'll just move on to the next person, you know, and God doesn't do that for us. Thank goodness he continues to pursue Mm -hmm. us over and over and over. It doesn't matter how many times we turn our back. And again, we're not God, but we are called to be obedient to God and to live a life like Christ. And so in doing that, sometimes it means that you're just sacrificially giving to your spouse, even in times when they're not giving back to you. While hitting your knees and praying without ceasing for yeah. them, for God to 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 open their hearts and to break them from the selfishness um, that they're living in. Well, that's the whole you know the whole point of it, it, and us doing this is to say that there's hope. And like what I want to stress to people is just don't give up. Like right. you continue going back to the whole not fifty fifty, but a hundred and a hundred. Well, you can't control what percentage your spouse gives, but you can control the percentage that you give. That's right. And so you just continue to give 100% all the time and then hope expectantly. Like, look at it. Because, you know, what if you're going through a dark season and maybe your dark season and your spouse is not giving, you know, maybe it's extended to... A year, three years, five years. I mean, we know that there's marriages out there like that. But you continue praying for your spouse. You continue pursuing your spouse. You continue serving your spouse um, without expecting anything in return. And what happens if, you know, it finally, it finally clicks and that you're able to have the marriage that you dreamed about when you first got married of you and your spouse walking, you know, side by side as helpers on the journey of life. And, you know, if you throw that away and give up on that, just because you're tired of being the only one of giving 100%, then you miss out on that potential hope that we're trying to to give to that's you. right um while you were talking i thought about the story that our pastor has told a couple of times and you'll have to look up who this is um while i'm talking because you'll know but the lady that was swimming i think she was swimming the english channel mm. and there was a boat beside her um oh, and you know yeah. and they were telling mm-hmm. her to keep swimming she wanted to be the first person i think it was the english channel the first woman or first person to swim the entire thing and she was getting tired I mean so incredibly tired and they were encouraging her to keep going to keep going and as she was getting closer a dense dense fog Mm -hmm. came in and she couldn't see the shore she couldn't see the shore and she kept swimming and kept swimming and then she wanted to give up and the people on the boat were like you've got to keep going you've got to keep going and they didn't know how close they were they just knew that she you know needed to keep going and she finally quit she was like I can't do it anymore and she asked them to pull her up and they pulled her up onto the boat and then the fog um, dispensed Mm -hmm. and she was within like a hundred yards or something of the of the shore and she just quit right before things were going to end Mm -hmm. and they were going to get better and I think about 
um, people who are listening, who are like you, like that's all all good what you're saying. And I would agree with you if I was with a spouse that was giving anything. But I'm just so tired of giving a hundred percent to nothing and I don't want to do it anymore but that's that praying expectantly and you never know what God has for you just right around the corner Mm -hmm. and if you if you give up because you can't see the shore the shore's there Mm -hmm. we know again we know how the story ends we know that there's hope we know that that Christ is um where it says in scripture that he does what is best for us, that he doesn't want to harm us, that he wants to um, do things for our good and his glory. And sometimes giving him glory in our trial or giving him glory in what we're walking through is not easy, Um, but it's continuing to be what he's called us to be, which is the hands and feet of Christ to those around us, mm-hmm. including your spouse. That's right, and sometimes that means to your spouse. And, you know, you've already mentioned that sometimes you're not physically able or you're just in a season where it's really difficult for you to give 100%. And I know that there's people out there that are listening. And, and I mean, we, we get a lot of responses on social media that's like, oh, you know, I mean, they all, sometimes it's, We'll say some. We'll post something funny, and they're like, "Oh, well, you know, I never fall out of love with my spouse." You know that mm-hmm. kind of thing, and that's great. Like those are great feelings, and you know, my spouse is always giving. We both we're teamwork. You know all that, but that's the other part of this is that there will become there will come a time and a season of your life where it's not perfect, like right. like it might be right now, and. It may be that you're just clicking on all cylinders and both of you feel like you're giving 100% and it's just great, but there will be a season where something happens and one of you is not able. And that's where you just have to know that you're going to pick up the slack when you have to for your spouse. And, you know, just like you said, it was the great example of when we went through, when you went through cancer and you know, you did all that you could do for me and my family, but it was impossible for you to give 100% when you were battling cancer. And so that's when, you know, the other spouse picks up the slack and moves forward. And then there's also, I mean, it's not just big seasons. Sometimes it's just days, you know, sometimes it's just, man, it is hard for me to give all that I can today. Well, it's, it's you every summer. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's it. You work 20 hours a day Mm -hmm. (laughs) most days during the summer with with your job. And it takes a lot more giving on my end Mm -hmm. um, to make the summer run smoothly. And I mean, I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm just saying that that it's not just big moments. Like I know that every summer it's going to be like that. Mm-hmm. And, and so you can prepare for it and be ready for it. But, but then sometimes there's seasons that sneak up on you too. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I do think that a lot of, a lot of marriages, they, they go into marriage thinking that I'm going to give the same amount that my spouse is going to give, whether that's 50-50 or they go in already understanding the 100-100, then it doesn't work out that way. So the I feel like we sort of shifted as we talked about this, and we shifted a little bit more from, you know, 
we've got to both give 100% to really what do you do when one of you is giving 100% mm-hmm. or trying and the other one's not giving you know where does that where does that come from you know what where does your hope come from and what do you do and so that's I think that's where we just want to end with the encouragement of you know wherever you are in your journey you be the whole person you give 100% and whether your spouse is or not don't give up on them. Like keep fighting. And as we were talking about it too, one of the things that I that I thought a part of being a whole person, if your spouse is not in the same place that you are, like it's okay for you to tell them and say, "I'm all in." Like I am, I am not giving up on this marriage. I'm not giving up on you. I am going to continue giving a hundred percent. Like not in a condescending way, but just. Hey, you know, let's be real. Like, let's just talk about this. And, you know, it it's I just believe it's so important for that spouse that's able and is willing to carry the load to just keep carrying it as a whole person. And I love what you said about getting bumped, you know, and if you're getting bumped, then your life, if it's got if if you're full of Christ, then that's what's gonna come out. And as you're bumped and as you're challenged by your spouse let christ's love just flow out of you on top of them that's right all right that's all i got it's a good word okay hey thank you guys for listening again this week and we'll be back with you uh next week and we'll discover and discuss another lie and it's a good one it'll be a good one all right you guys have a great week see you next time